You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young. We are here with our favorite guest co-host, DC Lucchese, who is stepping in for the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan. And we are here with a good friend from the Hood Hargit Breakfast Club, where we met him, uh, Dr. Grant Lissator from Greater Life Chiropractic. And he has an amazing story. This is going to be a podcast that uh, I definitely think you're going to be interested in, but one you're going to learn a lot about. So let's talk a little bit about Dr. Grant. Now, most everyone remembers a line or two from the old, you know, dry bone song, right? Or maybe you're a head, shoulders, knees, and toes type. Either way, all this stuff we're made is about being connected. And if you've ever been on the receiving end of great chiropractic care, which I have, you know what we're talking about. And like any type of service, not all are created or provide care in the same way. On this episode of the Brand Builders Podcast, we have Dr. Grant Lissator from Greater Life Chiropractic to tell us about not only his practice, but his journey. And this is going to be one that I can't wait for him to tell because he has gone through so many challenges in life and he has been very, very successful um, in, in taking on those challenges. And I think that's what life's all about. Grant, so excited to have you on this episode of the Brand Butters Podcast. And let's jump in. Let's do it, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be on with y'all. All right. So, so let yeah, here we go. So let's get in it. So folks who might not be familiar with chiropractic care or just think, you know, this is some of that new age neck cracking voodoo car crash ambulance chasing stuff. Let's set the record straight. What exactly is chiropractic care? How does that help people feel better uh, and really stay well in the uh, in the first place? Yeah, I, I love that. That's a great question. So chiropractic care was formally established on September 18th, 1895, after uh, wow. D.D. Palmer, who at the time was a magnetic healer, uh, found a misaligned bone in the janitor at his office that had been deaf for 17 years after a head injury, and the guy's hearing came back. What? And, <laughs> wow. Yeah, man, so that's, that's why we're here. That's why this exists. And, and actually, chiropractic care is, chiropractic is older than modern medicine that's considered at the discovery of penicillin. So uh, it is older, as far from being new agey, so to say. And uh, from basically the beginning of medicine and chiropractic, both there has been quite a stark disagreement between the two, which is why there is, uh, I would say, a general negative uh, headspace around chiropractic when most people, a negative viewpoint when most people consider or think about it. And a little fun history tidbit is in. 1989, this case was settled, but it was called the Wilk Antitrust Lawsuit. And this was a Supreme Court suit where the profession of chiropractic sued the American Medical Association for attempting to limit and extinguish the profession of chiropractic. And one of the things that was presented was what they called anti-quackery booklets that medical doctors were given to advise their patients against seeing a chiropractor. Wow. And in front of the Supreme Court, the American Medical Association lost this case. So this was uh, so the case went on for I think it was almost 15 years that we were going through this as a profession. And the gentleman who uh, was kind of the, the spearhead of it just passed away about a month ago. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. You know, and it's crazy. I think people, there's two types of people, people that have seen a chiropractor before, been to a chiropractic and, and 
and obviously reap the benefits of it and people that have never tried it, right? Because, you know, I was kind of skeptical going through this. I played college sports. Um, I, that's where I really was introduced to it, you know, through our trainer. And I had a neck injury and it was terrible. I just felt like I was never going to be able to like move my neck the right way. And the only thing that helped was having our chiropractor on uh, at Georgia Southern who literally went through all these different things. And within like, I don't know, a couple weeks, I felt so much better, right? Now, what I didn't do at that moment was continue to go to the chiropractor, right? So I had another injury a couple years down the road and found a chiropractor here before I knew you called Dr. Hall whose uh, son actually played with me at Georgia Southern. And I started to get on a routine where I would go see him every month and he would realign. And and it honestly makes you feel so much better. I'm like a person that doesn't want to take a bunch of medicine anyways. And it seems like doctors now are just like, oh, you got back pain. Here you go. Here's some medicine. When in reality, you might just need an adjustment. You might just need to go see a chiropractor. So I think those are the two type of people in this world. Tell me if I'm wrong. I, I would argue that there's a third type. Oh, what's the third type? Please tell us. <laughs> Those that have not been yet. Type, <laughs> the third type is the type of individual that's had a really negative experience at a chiropractor. Oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, it yeah. would be like any doctor. Not all doctors are the same. So yeah. I'm sure it, it could be like any profession. I mean, like a painter. You know, you could have a great experience with a guy that paints your house and then you could have a terrible experience. So, yeah, but, that's but definitely. if you go to see the painter because your back hurts, then you're yeah, you're, screwing yeah, up. Yeah, you're all off on place, that. Yeah. That's true. So I want to dive. Let's jump in before you know you became a doctor before you started your own practice you have an amazing story um one that's a, an, a kind of your own recovery story but i want you to tell us a little bit about you know your life growing up and and some of the challenges that you had because i think our audience will learn a lot about you um from that and i think they can learn a lot and uh and, and i'd love for you to share that story yeah absolutely and so i was uh i was raised in reno nevada and my family i think i was uh, like 13 years old and we ended up in a tough financial situation so my family ended up short selling their house just to make sure they weren't completely upside down on it and so we ended up moving from nevada to tampa florida where i went to high school so we rented a house there and in less than a year we were evicted from that home and we moved into a trailer and uh really kind of a rough rough and tough situation lots of drugs drug deals the uh, the place across the street from us got uh, shot up one day there was a drive-by shooting there and we ended up getting evicted from that trailer as well so we uh, we ended up going to a, a one so we had a six-person family living in a one-bedroom trailer and uh, there was a big hole in the bathroom floor there were thousands and thousands of these small little co german cockroaches that were on you at night uh just a nasty situation lots of just unsanitary and i would basically come home from school and sit in the bathroom and and that was the only place i could have the light on after wrestling practice to go ahead and do my homework and make sure i was caught up in my studies and uh yeah just not not a good circumstance I, at one point Remember, uh, McDonald's would do a, I think it was like a 19 cent hamburger on Wednesdays and a 29 cent cheeseburger on Sundays. And so my family to eat for a period of time, it was a limit of 20. And so my, my parents would buy 20 and that's what we would eat through the week. And that's kind of how we, how we survived. Um, and my, my mother has epilepsy and so she didn't sleep well. Uh, she would have very, very severe seizures. Hence why I would have to study in the bathroom so everybody could be in bed and asleep. Uh, I was the only place in the uh, trailer that could keep the light on. And uh, I was 
I guess to kind of piece this all together, so I had an injury wrestling, uh, highly competitive wrestler, really enjoyed it. Just kind of the makeup of my, my life and discipline and headspace and, uh, had an injury was kind of working through it a little bit. Still, so my, my right bicep, uh, completely atrophied. So just no, no muscle mass, uh, full fatigue, nothing I could do to improve it. It would get worse the more I worked it out. And so around that time I was offered a, uh, I guess a position of this program called early admissions in high school, where instead of having a senior year of high school, I went on to college and my college credits counted back towards my senior year. So at that point, I went ahead and got my own apartment. I worked a third shift job as a frozen food manager then went to school. That's kind of how I worked out my senior year of high school. Um, And during that time, I I was still dealing with that bicep injury. And a friend of mine worked for a chiropractor and said he's doing this you know, dinner, if you want to go learn more about it. And I was like, you know, free food, sign me up. And so I, I, I went in and heard what chiropractic was for the first time. And I said, you know, maybe I'll try this out. And, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't afford it. Took out a credit card. I shouldn't have taken out and, uh, ended up helping me drastically. I tried, and I should preface before I did chiropractic care, I tried Pete because I, you know, my family was on Medicaid, so I could go to just about whatever healthcare provider I wanted to. So we went to, you know, started off with MD, portal of entry, then w- moved over to a PT. PT didn't improve and went on to a neurologist, had a nerve conduction study done where they put needles in your nerves and sent an electrical impulse to figure out if there is a compression of the nerve. It was negative, so there's no real explanation to this. And I started going to chiropractor. And I, after they were seeing the chiropractor for maybe about three weeks, I, I was like, you know, maybe there's a little bit of improvement here in strength. And about three months, it had almost completely recovered. I was like, this is pretty interesting. And so uh, gets into the chiropractor a little bit and he goes, you know, I think, uh, I think you're, you, you, the guy was a wrestler at Purdue. So he and I clicked pretty well. And he ended up kind of sending me off to chiropractic school. He, he talked to me more about it and got me plugged in. And so I, um, I ended up moving to Atlanta to finish my undergrad degree in nutrition at Life University. And then I matriculated immediately into their doctor of chiropractic program and finished that out in 2014. And then my uh, my wife and I moved to Charlotte to open our practice here in 2015. And we have been very, very blessed, has some great mentorship and have been able to send, send the elevator, ele- elevator back down. Uh, I am now mentoring close to 600 doctors across the country and it's it's been a, it's been a wild ride. That's incredible. Is your, um, is your wife also in the business or how did you, how did you meet your wife? Tell us that story. Yeah, we actually, we met when I was in Florida at a church improv group and we just kind of stayed connected through school and yeah. Well, talk to me real quick about that because you've got a uh, verse from John 10, 10 on the wall in the clinic and yeah. clearly you've got some, some deep faith here. Talk, talk to us about that, uh, that verse and why that's so powerful for you. Yeah, man. So John 10, 10 said, and it's, it's Jesus speaking here and he says, I have come that they may have life and have it in abundance. The enemy has come to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come that they may have life and have it in abundance. And I, I love that because I look around at our society and I don't see a lot of abundance. I see a lot of people that are medicated, that are sick, that are lying to themselves about what they believe health is. I see the media buying into it as well right now. And uh, it's not the abundant life that jesus came here for but we have a responsibility for it 
That's incredible. So tell us, um, you know, your store is incredible and it's one that, you know, it's it's why we started the podcast, right? To bring on people that have gone through challenges. And I was talking to my uncle about this and I, you know, we're going to be up on about 250 episodes and every single person that's been successful on our podcast have failed more than they've been successful, right? They've learned from failure. They've fallen in love with the process. You obviously had, you know, a tough upbringing, but you didn't let that, you know, get in the way. And, and now you found something that you're so passionate about. Tell us about starting that practice. How did you come up with the name Greater Life? And what was it like moving to a new city, starting a new business, being an entrepreneur, having zero clients, and really starting from the ground? How did you build that brand? Yeah, so I ha- again, I will stress that I have incredible mentorship. My mentor in Atlanta, uh, we're still good buddies. We speak on a weekly basis. His name is Dr. Jeremy Hess, and he's in Stockbridge, Georgia. And uh, I helped kind of brainstorm a mastermind where we created this reproducible process to help train up and prep other chiropractors to launch a business. But I was kind of one of the initial run throughs of this. And it was just, we have this really systematic process that we're able to educate people on what chiropractic care is and isn't because most people are pretty confused about it. You got a lot of chiropractors doing weird stuff saying it's chiropractic. It's like, you know, it's chiropractic foot baths, it's chiropractic, the, you know, muscle zapper, is it laser therapy? What is it, what is chiropractic? And so I think the general public is confused about it. And so it's just, how do we make sure people understand what this is, what this is not, and how it can impact their lives, whether they're, you know, one day old or a hundred years old. Well, let's cut on that real quick. What is it and what is it not? And I know that's a very wide open and very potentially long story, but but no, in, but in no. a nutshell, if you're catching somebody in the elevator, they're like, "Well, hey, you only got a couple of floors to ride it out to tell me the story." Yeah. So. yeah. So chiropractic care is the focus of your nervous system and the interrelationship of your spine. So spinal bones meant to protect the nervous system can shift out of alignment and create stress and pressure to your nervous system and it will lead to dysfunction. And I could go, we could go super, super nerd here and talk about sympathetic, parasympathetic, but the 10,000 <laughs> over, you know? So this, this can lead to, this will lead to dysfunction. And if we have this stress on our nervous system, the longer we leave it there, the worse it gets with time. And we can see a lot of things develop through this. We, you know, you think about this increased stress to our bodies, your body can't adapt and that failure to adapt leads to the function dysfunction eventual disease and so if we find and locate those misalignments take that stress off the nervous system and increase the body's ability to adapt to unavoidable stress and it is as simple as that and the other aspect to this mm-hmm. is the level of specificity that is important so this is not a gross manipulation where we're moving spinal bones wherever the heck we think they should go. You know, it's uh, BJ Palmer, the developer of chiropractic, coined the phrase that chiropractic is specific or it is nothing. Oh, wow. There you go. So if there's somebody, um, you know, out there that has has never been to a, a chiropractor, but maybe, you know, they don't feel right or maybe, you know, they're interested in it. You know, when do you tell people, you know, is the right time for, for you to go see a, a chiropractor or go see you specifically? Like, like, tell us a little bit about how you have those conversations with new clients or people that maybe are on the fence that maybe have tried other things, including medicine. Uh, doctors love to prescribe that these days. So why would be, or what would be the right time for somebody to reach out to you and, and, and how does that look? Uh, the best time to see a chiropractor is the day you're born. And <laughs> oh, wow. And the second best time is today. 
Good so, answer. Yeah. Um, the average Joe human body's got over 40 miles of nerve fiber in it. Only about 17 to 18% of those nerves can feel pain or this noxious stimulus. So most of us are walking around with this neurological dysfunction, irritation, and have no idea. So truthfully, how you feel is a horrific indicator of your health. And we have health trends and stats to support that. You look at chronic illness, let's just look at heart disease. Right, heart disease across the world, this is the leading cause of death, okay, by far and away. It makes COVID look like a freaking joke, okay? So heart disease and the leading sign of heart disease is a heart attack. You, fi- you figure out you have a heart disease the vast majority of the time when you drop dead from a heart attack. If you're lucky enough to survive it, you know, that's amazing. But most people find out they have heart disease when they die from it. The leading cause of death in the world agrees with this statement, how you feel is a horrible indicator of your health. And if you're waiting for symptoms to develop, you're in a bad situation. People brush their teeth every day and are blown away when they go to, right, you're brushing your teeth twice a day, you're flossing and you go to the dentist and still find out you have a cavity. It's like, how the heck did that happen? But people don't do any hygiene to their spine. And like, well, I don't feel this. How do I have, you know, horrible arthritis? Or do they get to the point where they do have an injury? Like you were saying, Brian, right? You do have an injury. It's like, how did that, how did that happen? There wasn't a specific instance. I was getting a cup out of the cabinet. I was lifting a five pound grocery bag out of the trunk and I just couldn't move. It's like that, it, the grocery bag didn't do this. This has been developing for years and years and years. And you've done nothing to try to maintain and prevent issues with your health. That's the key word in there, brother. Maintenance, right? It's like anything else, right? Ride that bike, drive that car, whatever it is, use this body every day. And it's like, hey, man, wear and tear, right? Maintenance. That's Absolutely. The, that's, and that's key. And, and Dr. Hall, who, I, um, who I've, I've been to multiple times, he told me straight up, it's like, once you wait till you're hurt, it's too late. Now he has to it, not perform a miracle, but you're going to be in there every single week for, for, you know, a month or two to get to that point. And then you need to maintain it. You need to be going and seeing, you know, a chiropractor on the regular basis. Is that kind of how you, if I walk in right now and I'm like, I feel great, you're like, great, but that doesn't mean you feel great. Right. Or that doesn't mean your body is great. How does that look? Is it come to see you once a month to continue to maintain that? Or what does that type of, uh, of program look like in your practice so people that you know maybe are on the fence and maybe we don't want to wait till we're hurt right like i want to jump on this right now and, and get this rolling how does that work in your practice and uh and, and tell us how like a new you know client could could start up with you yeah absolutely and so we're not we're not closing our eyes playing pin the tail on the donkey when it comes to <laughs> you know? like, all right you get five visits you get 20 visits right. you're every week you're every month so um, in our office, we use technology that was developed to the NASA spinoff program. And this uh, instrument was initially used to figure out what impact being in space had on muscle tone on astronauts. And so there's a company that ended up licensing it and developed it further. And so what we're able to do is we're able to look at a few things. Number one is we look at your autonomic nervous system, which is what we referenced previously, the sympathetic and parasympathetic, right? So the sympathetic is the fight or flight. The parasympathetic is the rest, digest, and heal. Vast majority of our country is being chased by a tiger the majority of their day. Wow. It's not important, right? It's not important to reproduce, not important to sleep, not important to digest. Uh, it, it's going to impact pretty much every aspect of our health. And so we have an instrument that can measure your sympathetic tone. Looking at your autonomic nervous system, is there irritation to your nervous system? If so, where is it? How bad is it? What organ systems are being impacted by that? And then we can objectively measure 
How are we improving your health? It's not just, again, if only 17% of your initial pain, how the heck do we know if we're going up or down? We have no clue. We don't have something to measure. And then we use another tool called surface electromyography. And this tool measures the muscles attached to your spine. So yes, it looks for imbalance or asymmetry of those muscles. More importantly, though, what we're really, really doing is taking a measurement of the brain, the, the frontal and prefrontal cortex and motor cortex. We're, so what we're looking at here is how much energy is your brain using to keep you upright? Because if your spine isn't where it needs to be, those muscles around those spinal bones are going to contract and they're going to use a ton of energy. And so you think about two types of people, high performance athlete. Here's somebody who's an extreme runner, an iron man. Here's somebody who, you know, they're, they're a gym rat. They're lifting all the time. That's, that's amazing. Yes. They're taking positive steps for their health, but if their body is already burning so many calories just to keep them upright, eventually there's going to be breakdown. There's going to be breakdown. Then the other side of it is you got the couch potato, the guy or gal who does nothing and there's no, there's low tone to their core. So they're already more prone to a spinal injury. And then their body is using ton of energy to just keep them upright. And it's like, by the end of the day, they're exhausted. They've got nothing left in the tank and they're living off of caffeine and prayer. You know, it's like, that's, that's it. And so we, we use those tools along with range of motion. And then, um, you know, it's very rare that I see somebody with really just within normal posture. And so based upon postural findings, we usually take x-rays on people. Right, we, it's it's important for us to see your spine. If we don't look know what we're adjusting, we're guessing. And so every time my hands are on somebody, I'm usually looking at their X-rays. There are obvious exceptions to that, but we're looking at their films. We know what we're adjusting, and there's a remeasurement to that as well. We need to make structural change. We know the structure of your spine is going to impact the function of your nervous system. There is a true normal to what your spine should look like, and if you don't have that, it is abnormal. So I got a question. I've always been curious. So someone like yourself, that's a doctor who, who adjusts and who takes care of, of Dr. Grant? Cause or have you perfected how to do it yourself to your body? Like, how do you, who, who's the guy who get or girl who gets to take care of you? Yeah. So, uh, I have, uh, two associate doctors with me that work with me. So, uh, one of them, her name is Dr. Kelsey Furkey and then I have Dr. Houston Rutledge and those are my chiropractors. And they, they take care of me and we have, uh, there's a technique that I utilize called, well, it's technically my own technique, but we, we base it off of Thompson. So Clay Thompson developed this technique and it's incredible that he took this as far as he did based upon the lack of research and tools during the time that he was in. And so we have been able to do some digging and fill in some of the gaps. And so we've developed our own technique that we are now teaching to other chiropractors and students across the country. And that's the same technique my associates practice. And so that's kind of what we're utilizing. So, you know, the way I take care of people is also the way I get taken care of. You know, my, my wife and kids are in a chiropractic care. Both of my boys have been adjusted since they were about an hour old. Wow. There you go. An hour old. Yeah. That was my next question. So I have a four and a one year old and I mean, I'm I, like, you're saying like from birth, like, I mean, an hour old getting adjusted. That's crazy. Yeah, my chiropractor, same thing. She was like right out of the, right out yeah. of the chute. I love it though. Arm, I yeah. mean, it, and, and it has to be able to help, especially as your body is growing, right? Like that has to be a time, like you have to think about it. I, first time I went to a chiropractor, I was probably 20 years old. Um, and that was when I was playing sports. I had never been to a chiropractor before that. Hmm. So um, that's very interesting. Tell me the importance of having your kids 
you know, go through this as well. Obviously, you know, adults, it's almost like you've built up so much, you know, years of, of wear and tear on your body. But as a, a, a young person at, at such a young age where your body's still developing, you're growing. Um, tell me how important that is, because I, I personally, from my standpoint, like I, I don't. I don't know. Like, I want to know, like, not necessarily why my kids need to do that, but for all the parents out there that have children, you know, what is the big benefit to bringing in your youth and, and why is that so important? I, I love this question. Before we talk about this, I would say that if you're a parent and you're considering taking your child to a chiropractor, that chiropractor needs to be well-trained. Like, this is this is not something to play around with. It's your child. It's their health. So. I would encourage you to go to a website called ICPA, the number four, kids.org, okay? And you can search, find a chiropractor from your zip code, and there's different levels of certification. So there's one where it's a basic membership. Two, there are individuals who are certified in a technique called Webster, which is an advanced technique specific for pregnancy. It's a phenomenal technique that myself and Dr. Kelsey Ferky are, are certified in. Then there's a couple different, uh, they have three different types of postgraduate certifications that are all really rigorous. I'm actually working on my my uh, exam for one right now and it, it's been no joke. I've got over 200 hours in this thing. So it's, it's, wow. a, it's a lot. Man, and the wow. whole focus is on perinatal and pediatric care. So uh, don't take your kid to somebody who doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, that would be in, in summary. So um, birth is, tough it's a tough and traumatic process and in our society we have turned it into a medical diagnosis and if, if birth and, and pregnancy were a medical diagnosis none of us would be here right we said modern medicine less than 100 years old the united states of america we have some of the worst birth outcomes in the industrialized world you are more likely to die here as a female giving birth than any other industrialized country and birth labor costs like hospital costs are more expensive in the u.s than any other country in the world okay so if we can take care of mom and baby while baby's still in the womb, that's the best time to start here. How do we minimize the impact and negative impact birth can have on this baby by making sure mom has proper biomechanics, proper shape to her birth canal, that we can make sure that there's no tension around ligaments, that there's no distortion to the shape of her uterus. How do we, how do we impact and minimize outside in intervention? And then we look at other parts of this, the use of uh, the drug Pitocin, right? So Pitocin is an artificial form of oxytocin that the brain naturally makes during labor. So Pitocin is artificial form, causes abnormally strong and long contractions and very likely to put baby in fetal distress where we have increased heart rate or sometimes they'll talk about the heart rate suddenly dropping. And the most common reason for an unplanned C-section is the use of Pitocin, okay? And we have the epidural as well, decreased mom's ability to push. There's a lot of a lot of interventions being used here. And if you've ever seen if you've never seen a C-section, I would encourage you guys to hop on YouTube and watch one. Watch I, what they do to kids head next. Yeah, I, I my my youngest, I just saw the C-section June of 2020. So that was right there. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. It's kind of crazy, honestly. <laughs> They, I mean, they yoke, or dude, it, it is they, they yoke these kids by their head and neck. And even if a uh, quote unquote natural, let's say there's a natural vaginal birth in a hospital. I have watched a lot of birth videos at this point in my career, okay? Because this is our sweet spot. So I've seen birth videos where they traction down and up on baby's head and neck. I've seen videos where they catch the baby's clavicle on the inside of my and, and break the clavicle during labor. 
Uh, I've seen videos where they're twerking. I've seen them use the vacuum. I've seen them use forceps. So there's all these interventions. And you know, my, uh, my youngest, he was born at home in our bathtub, you know, like we are those, we are those crunchy people. We had a midwife, right? We weren't just kind of, you know, going willy nilly. We were really intentional about this. This was a planned home birth, but that's kind of how we went about it. And the headspace was how do we minimize the impact that this labor process is going to have on our kids. Um, a vaginal birth, very important for the child's health. There's more and more research coming out about how important that vaginal flora is for that baby's immune system. So very important. But your question back to why is this so important for kids? Right now, we have the sickest and most medicated children in history. That's crazy. I mean, no, it's seriously, not, I mean, there, it makes, there's a, literally there's a period at the end of that sentence because that that is that is probably God's honest truth. It doesn't shock me at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't shock me at all. Yeah. And, and so, if we go back to why, what is causing this? We are, you know, we have access to state-of-the-art health, so to say. We have the most expensive healthcare system in the world. Yet more kids are taking drugs and what I would call becoming early onset customers of the pharmaceutical industry. Mm-hmm. So what if we do a 180? Why, why were our kids healthier 50 years ago when we had things like polio creeping in, all this other crazy stuff, right? It was like, why were our kids healthier 50 or 100 years ago than they are now? It's because we had less intervention. We were, we were screwing with nature less. And so with these kids, most common things that we're looking at, upper cervical spines, so they're atlas, right? C2, C1. These bones uh, really basically, you know, Atlas name of the Greek God holding the world on the shoulder. So this bone here, right under your ears, this is the outside part of it. Uh, only bone that can shift without breaking or what we call subluxate without breaking and distort the shape of the brainstem. So very important, that bone when it's out of alignment will also impact the flow of cerebral spinal fluid from the brain through the spinal cord and back. So this is a really important deal here, right? Um, we look at baby sacrum and we look at baby's head shape all things that can be impacted, right? And then things that sometimes moms, uh, you know, come to us because they've heard chiropractic care is good for colic. You know, you have a colicky baby, you have a baby with ear infections. There's a study out there that says chiropractic care is more effective than antibiotics for ear infections, Hmm. uh, for infant ear infections. You know, you have a baby with reflux. But the kicker is, is we have these symptoms and our society says you cover symptoms up with drugs. And notice the phrase I use there, we, we cover symptoms up. We don't fix issues with drugs. The drug is a cover up because we're never fixing the problem. And I'll tell you, usually people who are taking more drugs are the less healthy. It's not the more drugs you take, the healthier you are. It's the, the more drugs you take, the sicker you are. So we're covering up symptoms of drugs and the root cause of the problem is getting worse with time. And then we see other things start to develop such as ADHD, right? This is the most commonly diagnosed childhood disorder in the world right now. And we can go like, you know, I, I don't want to go horribly like nerd out on this podcast. You're talking about right brain, left brain, that type of stuff. But it's like, you know, there, there is, there's a lot to this. We yeah. can, there, there really is. So ADHD, asthma, allergies, bedwetting, not, you know, nocturnal enuresis, that type of stuff. And, and, and the asthma and allergies, we can go back to look at research. How important is a vaginal birth? Because that vaginal birth will have a, an impact in helping uh, with the development of asthma and allergies. We're talking about immune issues here, this is immune system. And then we can talk about the neuroimmune system and how chiropractic care can impact the immune function. 
probably these T helper cells, TH1, TH2. TH2, uh, when it's high with people, we are more likely to develop things like allergies, like cancer, right? There's, there's big, big issues here. And what increases that TH1, TH2 ratio is things like stress, alcohol, poor diet, right? There's a, there's a lot of variables to it, but guess what chiropractic care does is we're able to stimulate your parasympathetic, uh, parasympathetic nervous system, calm down that stress response and help your body adapt better. There you go. That's tons, fast. Yeah, tons I mean, to unpack. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. all that stuff is, is fascinating. And honestly, it's, mm-hmm. it, 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 I want to, I don't want to say it's blowing my mind because I'm literally just going through the last four years of both of my mm-hmm. kids' lives and how certain things have happened. My one-year-old got croup and then I mean, it was just medicine, 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 medicine. And then he, then he got reflux and, and the medicine they were giving him gave him reflux. And then we had to deal with that. And it was just like back and forth. And it's like, I'm sitting here going, there has to be a better way, right? Like, so you're trying to cure this, but then you give them this and then it's back and forth. And it's just been kind of back. It's just been issues. So we're going to have more conversations on that before we, we let you go. I do want to jump in. You do an amazing thing, um, over the Thanksgiving holidays, if I'm correct. And I'd love for you to tell us about that journey uh, and what you guys do with your organization to support um, families and, and children that, uh, that that need food and, and, and tell me a little bit about that. Awesome, yeah. Uh, so our, our practice from day one, so we opened July in 2015 and uh, my wife and I had this conversation that we when we were gonna, going to open this business, we wanted to create a marketplace ministry. We wanna have the ability to touch people and talk to people even if we never say the name Jesus, right? We get a chance to live out what that means. And we have people that walk through our front doors that would never step foot through or darken the doorway of a church, right? And no, we're not we're not trying to, you know, cram the gospel down everybody's throat. It's just live it out, walk it out. What does that mean? And so our office, um, we do typically three big community drives per year. Right now, we are currently in the midst of our scooter drive. And so what, what we're doing is we're collecting scooters to give to kids on the first day of Saturday of summer break. Uh, and these kids are going to be given, uh, these scooters are going to be given to children by CMPD officers. And we have additional scooters set out where, you know, we, we've done this in the past where it's, you got literally 12 kids in a home and there's one scooter that we have set out for one kid in this house. So we're trying to create a little bit of, uh, uh, fill the gap in there so we can have more of those. But these kids in those communities are being taught that police are the bad guys. You know, I, I was in a, in a cop car with this guy's name was Officer Fontaine and it was before COVID, but we were delivering, delivering scooters. And he goes, I'm at this house at least once a month. This is a huge drug house. There's been abuse here, man. And he like, before we walk in. And so he knocks on the door and you should have seen their parents face. And then he says, Hey, if your kids are here, I have something I want to give them. And it was just like, it was incredible, man. And so, uh, we love that. We have done a diaper drive to help the local pregnancy center. We actually take care of the pregnancy center here. Uh, for free. It's something that we do to bless them. So we will take care of pregnant women who are in impoverished situations for free. And we take care of their child for their, his or her first year of life out there. Uh, we do uh, a really big Thanksgiving drive that a lot of people have heard about. And this is probably our biggest drive of the year. So, um, and this was kind of, I started this because I use, I've gone hungry as a kid and it sucks. Like I lived off the system 
and you get free, like when I was in school, it was only free lunch. There was no free breakfast. Now they have free breakfast and lunch programs, which I think is phenomenal, but uh, I've gotten hungry and it, it sucks. And so we just, and I've, I've had food given to me by people that were just willing to help our family that knew where the situation we were in. And so we, um, we started this in 2015 with 50 meals that we cooked and delivered on Thanksgiving. And it has grown to the last uh, three years we've done this, including COVID. It was, uh, I think COVID we did 200, Dang, uh, but, we, but, but every other year we cook and deliver 300 meals. And last year we contacted every school inside of uh, Charlotte Mecklenburg school system. And there was not a single family that told us that they wanted food that did not get food on Thanksgiving day. That's amazing. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. amazing. Um, well, this is a great story. Um, I love what you're doing for the community. I love what you're doing for for your practice in general, um, for really, you know, all of medicine, if we want to put it that way. Tell us what's the best way for our listeners to get in touch with you, uh, to set up an appointment, and, uh, and tell us what's the best contact information. Yeah, absolutely. So our website is getgreaterlife.com. Dot com. That is the best way to touch base, but there's a little appointment button to schedule an appointment if you want to connect there. Uh, if you're not in the Charlotte area, I would refer you back to that ICPA for Kids website to find a chiropractor that is well-versed and well-trained in taking care of uh, pediatric and, and pregnant women. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Grant. We that was a ton of information, uh, and I know our audience is uh, is loving that. Hopefully, they will get in touch with you. Go to the website that you just mentioned. Like I always mention, please like, share, comment, get this out there. Let's uh, let's help support and help grow Greater Life Chiropractic as well. Um, but also, you know, let's get the, the the word out there that that chiropractic is good. It's something that you need to incorporate into your life. And if you're not doing it, you know, reach out to Dr. Grant. He's a great guy. He'd love to. Check chat with you and learn about your specific situation and how he can help that, whether that's through being a chiropractor or if you're having, you know, any issues with, you know, your family, you know, going through some times, you know, looking for food like Dr. Grant has been through it and he's somebody that can help you out. Um, so thank you so much for joining us, man. It's been awesome to have you on this episode of the Brand Builders podcast. Thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. Until next time, you've been listening to this episode of the Brand Builders podcast and you will, uh, I guess, listen to us again next Friday. Have a great one. Thanks, bro. Appreciate you, man. Good work, man. Good stuff. That was awesome. Um, Hey, I'll keep you posted on when we drop this. Um, So we'll put it on all of our social media stuff. We'll do this through an email blast to all of our our audience. Obviously, with Hood Hargett, um, I will get Jen to post this on on those channels as well. Uh, But most of the people that are in our target are already in our email system, but we'll push it out as much as we can. And then we'll also put a link for this website on there as well and a link for your website. Um, And that's about it, my man. Awesome, guys. Cool. Thank you, brother. All right, brother, have a great Friday. Y'all too, talk to y'all later. All right, see you, man. been listening to the brand builders podcast brought to you by the dunston group with your host scott dunston and brian young for branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last check out the dunston group at dunstongroup.com